Hello guys, welcome back to the RS Weekly Podcast with me, Reese And me, Sam. Yeah, how are you doing, mate? You alright? Yeah, I'm good, mate, you? Yeah, I'm sound, getting better, mate, good. getting better. Good. Um, so, this week, we're going to be um, reviewing the weekend's games in the Bundesliga from Friday to Sunday. We've got the quiz coming as well. We have. Yeah, the quiz. I'm not looking forward to this one, because I know after the last one, you was mega pissed. Straight text message, straight away, I'm not happy with that. So, I'm getting it today, I yep. think. We've got, um, point, we've got the points back this week as well, see how many points yes, everyone got. Yes, yeah, we're, we're keeping the point system going. We've got like um, a little group of lads, uh, two from Scunny, two from Sheffield that we know. Well, more Sam knows, but I've met them through Sam. So, we're getting yeah, a weekly score predictor. Um, it's one point apiece, me and Sam at the minute, and it the is. rest is on nil point. Yeah, um, yeah, so we're going to get into the quiz after we've reviewed the weekend's Bundesliga results. Um, and we're also, if we've got time, we're also going to try and... Um, we are going to try and make a little bit of time, I guess, to talk about the topic that's big across the world at the moment, um, which is the Black Lives Matter. Um, I feel it's it's quite important to talk about it, to show our solidarity towards it. Um, to put it bluntly, me and Sam don't have a racist bone in our body, so... Um, I think it's really important that people like us that have got a platform to speak on use it wisely. So I'd be interested to know your thoughts on that, Samuel. Yeah, we'll get on to that, mate. It's a big subject for us all. Well, it is, mate. And I think just for me personally, um, and you're welcome to throw your 10 pence in, but uh, for me, it's quite it's something that's quite close to me. I've grown up with quite a few different ethnic communities um, or people from ethnic communities. And I'm not going to say minorities because that's the wrong word. People have been using that word for too long. And it's not uh, an ethnic minority because they are not the minority. The people, the same as us. So to me, everyone should be treated the same. But we are going to get onto that later, guys. But for the time being, we're going to go to Friday's game: SC Freiburg one, Borussia Mönchengladbach nil. Bit of a coupon buster this one. Didn't see this coming. No, um, as very often on this podcast, we don't see a lot of things coming results-wise, do we, Samuel? No. Um, yeah, I was, well, to say I was surprised was a bit of an understatement, really. Um, I mean, I, I got a chance to watch bits of the game. Uh, bits of the game. Sorry, I didn't watch large parts of it, I will be honest, as I was a bit busy doing other stuff at the same time. But... Freiburg, go 1-0 up. Nils Pettersson, bit of a veteran now, 31-year-old. He's been around the Bundesliga a long, long time for different clubs. Um, look, Freiburg, have, they've done fairly well this season. I think you'll agree with me. They've done fairly well this year to get where they are for a relatively small club, really. Um, definitely a small sort of ground. Um, Alessand Player sent off two yellow cards. Ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think that's going to... Really, really scupper Munch and Gladbach's chances of getting in the Europa League. Um, to miss their, one of their main strikers through two yellow cards, so he's got a one match ban now. Cause I think it's three for a straight red into yeah, it and one for, for an accumulation of yellows. Um, yeah, quite disappointing, really. I was really disappointed with Munch and Gladbach. I thought they'd come out a lot, lot stronger than what they did. Um, it was quite disappointing, to be honest. So, thoughts on it, Samuel? Didn't even see it coming, mate. I, I was at work the next day. And I checked it this Saturday, and I woke up. I texted you saying, "Have you seen the Friday night sky?" You said, "Yeah, it was a shocker." I, was, I couldn't believe it. Could not believe. Yeah, it. I know. Um, I can't I think. Was it two one? I went on the score predictor yeah. for this Munch and Gladbach. I said, 
can't remember. I might have said one nil. I, I think the only thing that surprised me really was the fact that Munch and Gladbach, although um, they didn't score, they had sixty percent of the ball and they had eighteen attempts on goal. Mad. Do you know what I mean? I mean, look, I'm not going to say they've got a lack of quality because they haven't. They've done well all season. I just think at the time when they really, really need it, they're falling, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, that's that's at least two games they've lost now out of the last four. Four or five. Um, that's not really the form that you need to be showing at this stage in the season. Although, I guess on one hand you could kind of look at it as Munch and Gladbach went away to Leverkusen and needed a win, and they got a win and a big win at that four-one. Oh no, was it no? Was it three? Was it three nil actually? It might have been three nil. I have to double check that. But I think Munch and Gladbach have been a bit disappointing really recently. They've kind of flattered to deceive a little bit. They, They've threatened. I mean, that result against Leverkusen, I thought, right, they can kick on now and definitely cement that fourth place. But now, it's still anybody's after the form of both of them in the last few weeks. Mm, definitely. Um, Leverkusen and Munch and Gladbach, respectively. Um, yeah, Freiburg, although they are a fairly strong team, they're a very solid team this year. Um, if you have 40% of the ball, you're kind of letting the other team kind of dictate the game. But with Nils Pettersson scoring to make it 1-0, I think it just kind of shocked back down a bit really they looked a bit devoid of ideas at times um, yeah I was I was quite surprised with that but it, it did finish 1-0 um, and on the back of that Freiburg um, they're in 8th place Mönchengladbach now are still in 4th but it's going to be very tight isn't it for that Euro, for the 4th Champions League spot sorry yeah it sure is mate it's a battle between, it's a battle between who wants to finish 3rd, 4th or 5th yeah, yeah, pretty much. I, I think um, Dortmund and Leipzig and Bayern, which we're going to cover a bit later on, mm. I think um, they're pretty much nailed on, really, for the top three now, Definitely. in my opinion, anyway. Definitely, mate. I think, I think your Dortmund and your Bayern, I think that's basically secured because we'll get on to Leipzig soon, but that was another one that we didn't see coming, but we'll get on to that soon. Yeah, um, just kind of... Rolling on from that, I think Friday kind of set the precedence really for the results of the weekend because there were some really surprising results in there this weekend, Um, which we're going to get into now. Um, The first half past two kickoff on Saturday, Fortuna Dusseldorf 2, FC Hoffenheim 2. Big result for Dusseldorf. Yeah, yeah, it was a big result, actually. Um, Although, I mean, Hubner got sent off for Hoffenheim in the first half just after Dusseldorf had scored their first goal. Um, Yeah, I was quite surprised that Dusseldorf took the lead, to be honest. Um, Although, they didn't actually play that bad at Bayern. To say they got thumped 5-0, they didn't actually play that bad. But they're always I don't know it's hard to say with Dusseldorf because they're down there right in thick of the relegation battle Mm. so you never truly know what you're going to get I mean look at Werder Bremen last Wednesday they're getting thumped 3-0 at home by Frankfurt after having some really good results just before that Um, yeah so as we say guys Ruben Hennings opened the scoring for Dusseldorf to make it 1-0 Hubner was then sent off for Hoffenheim in the ninth minute which was only four minutes after Dusseldorf had opened the scoring. Did you see it? Have you seen the red card? I haven't actually seen it, no. There's no need for him to do it. There was no need for him to, to even to do... Reckless tackle. tackle. Yeah, there was yeah. no need for it, mate. Um, I, think so, that's, I think that's what cost off and I was that red card. Well, I mean, if you look at the balance of play, really, I mean, Munich Dabor, who was at uh, Salzburg, yep. I believe, um, 
last season, banged in a lot of goals for. All right, it's only it's in the Austrian league, but I think uh, he, he did score a lot of goals last year. I kind of kept tabs on him a little bit, really. Um, got a move because um, I think he's on loan at Hoffenheim. I could be wrong, but I'm sure he's on loan from somewhere. Um, good goal scorer. Knows where the back of the net is. Um, so, anyway, yeah, De Boer made it 1-1. Zuber actually scored for Hoffenheim for them to take the lead in that game, which I think surprised a few people, really, because Hoffenheim, they've been quite flat recently. Um, they've got a couple of wins, but they do look a bit flat at times, which in previous years gone by, they don't really look as flat as they did. Uh, or have they have done in parts this season. Um, and Reuven Hennings, uh, another veteran striker in the Bundesliga, got a second goal for Dusseldorf through a penalty. I've not seen the penalty. Have you seen it? No, I haven't, mate. No, I haven't actually had a chance to watch it yet. I tried to watch it the other day on BT Sport on the app on my uh, basically through my games console, um, what I watched the football on. And for some reason, some of the games wouldn't load properly. It was cutting out bits of it, and I don't really know why, because BT Sport is usually quite good. But, yeah, it cut out, so I actually missed the penalty. Um, so, yeah, 2-2. Two, two. I'd say, if you're Hoffenheim and you go away to Dusseldorf, I think if you if you, if you you play well, you, you'll get a result, because Dusseldorf are struggling. It does show a bit of character, though, I guess, from Dusseldorf, to come from 2-1 down, although they was playing against 10 men. It shows a bit of character, I guess. That's something that I don't think Dusseldorf lack is a bit of character, but a bit of quality is debatable. Yeah. But, yeah, the game finishing 2-2. Um, Hoffenheim stay in seventh. Um, they're actually on a minus eight goal difference this year, Hoffenheim. Yeah. It's quite surprising, really, for a team sat in seventh place. They're on minus eight goal difference. Um, but they do stay seventh after that draw. Dusseldorf stay in 16th. Now, we're going to get on to one of the results around them uh, very shortly. Massive result went against Dusseldorf at the weekend, which I didn't see coming. Um, <laughs> I don't think anyone's seen it. No, you're coming. very right. I don't think anybody saw that coming. Um, Fuck it, should we move on to it? Yeah. Should we go straight on to it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Eintracht Frankfurt nil, Mainz 2. Well, look... I didn't see this coming. I thought Frankfurt had looked like they turned the corner a little bit. They were bloody average on Saturday. And Mainz, fair play to him, struggling down the bottom of the league. Got him, got a 2-0 win. What a poor result that is for Frankfurt. I didn't see this result coming either. I think I said 2-1 Frankfurt. Well, what a surprise after the way that Frankfurt looked like they turned the corner a little bit. And it's not a great confidence boost, is it, going into a German Cup game against... No. Bayern Munich, I think it's tonight actually. It'll be tonight or tomorrow. What a poor result that is. Do you know what I mean? Going into that game against them, you're a bit disappointing, isn't it, really? To be beat 2 0 at home by Mainz, who've been struggling all season, who sit just outside the relegation places, um, near Kate with the first goal in the first half, and uh, Kunde Malong scored in the second half to make it 2 0 Mainz. Did you see he took the knee? Kunde Malong. Yeah, he I took he took the knee after he'd scored, keeping trend with the kind of theme that's going on in the world at the moment. Um, it's quite interesting to see another person that took the knee, rightfully so, um, in my opinion. Yeah, what a result for Mainz that is. What Great a result. result. Great result. Because if they if they hadn't won, if you think about it, if they hadn't won at the weekend, they'd be level on points. 
with Dusseldorf. So what a win that is. Great result. Yeah, it is a great result. I mean, if we're just going to quickly look at goal difference, Mainz are on minus 23 goal difference, Dusseldorf on minus 27. So they, in theory, they would only be outside the relegation places on goal difference. That is a very, very dangerous place to be if you're hanging on anywhere by goal difference. Because things can soon change in football, as we both know. Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Although Frankfurt were poor, and I did watch bits of that game as well, Mainz were, they battled well, I must say. It reminded me a little bit of the Werder Bremen result at Schalke. Not playing the best football, but battling for everything. And you could see how much it meant to them. And fair play to them, they, they deserved a win after that. Because if you're going to go away from home, no fans or fans in the ground, it doesn't matter. You've still got to go away to someone else's ground and get a win. Um, so big props to Mainz for that because they they really needed that. They've been on a pre- very, very poor run of results. Um, so, yeah, good result for Mainz. Rolling in to the next one of the half-past two kickoffs. Probably the biggest game of the weekend. Yeah, probably the biggest game of the weekend. Um, two teams that, on paper, look fair, fairly evenly matched. Bayer Leverkusen versus Bayern München. Do you know what? Ben was one goal for this. Ben said four. Ben said four two. This ended up four one. Well, I'll tell you something. Leverkusen. No, sorry, 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 sorry. Ben said four one. Sorry, sorry. Four, ben one, said Bayern. four one and it ended up four two. Sorry, yeah. Look, Bayern. We, we all know how good they are. Um, they've always had the protect. Even under Nico Kovac, things weren't going well. They are showing exactly why. They are the biggest team in Germany. When it really matters, when they really have to pull something out of the bag, they do it. In the, I mean, they're conceding a goal in the first few minutes through Lucas Alario, and it was a good finish as well. Um, beat Neuer at his near post, but he looked. He gave him the eyes to think he was because he was right footed. He was mm. going to go across the pass it into the far corner. It was a good finish from Alario. This is the game that I watched most bits of, but that just seemed to wake Bayern up. It was like they was asleep in the first 10-15 minutes. And, yeah, it it just really, really kick-started Bayern into, um, into life, really. Kingsley Coman. Now, the one thing I'll pick out about this game, I can't understand for the life of me, you've got Gnabry playing against you on one side and you've got Kingsley Coman on the other. Why on earth would you play a high line? <laughs> Give yeah. them all that room to run into. Because nobody's going to catch him. When they set off, you're not going to catch any of them. I mean, even Lewandowski can shift. And honestly, the first goal for Bayern just completely threw me because I thought, why would you leave that much space in behind you for Coman to run into? Because when he's one-on-one with a goalkeeper, it's just a lottery for the goalkeeper, isn't it? You're lucky if you save it. I mean, you could do everything in your power, but when you when a guy's got that much space to aim at, he could have done anything. He could have passed it to the side of him, which he did, to score the goal. He could have gone round him. He could have used his left foot. It's just a lottery. I I was really disappointed with that because they look so open at times by Leverkusen, and it's it's kind of an it gives you an indication as to why they've conceded so many goals this season. Even though they have done well as a team, and I'm not going to knock them for that. But they look so open at times, Sam. I mean, the high line they was playing it was ridiculous. You're playing into Bayern's hands completely because all they have to do is play Coman and Gnabry on the shoulder because they have got pace to beat anybody. 
And when you're going to play that, and you're going to play that risky sort of game plan, you're asking for it. And Goretzka made it 2-1 just before our time. Um, it was a really good finish, actually. He'd worked the ball across the penalty area onto his left foot. And kind of, he got a good strike on it, and it, it went back across the keeper. Um, Hradecki got a hand to it, but I think, on reflection, the goalkeeper should, probably should have done a little bit better to keep that one out, to be honest. Um, he was, uh, Goretzka's looking the part, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a powerhouse of a midfielder. Beast. Did he see the difference in him? Did yeah. he see that picture? Yeah. But when he joined Bayern, and look at him now, the guy is stacked. Like, Stats. yeah, well, <laughs> we don't advocate steroid use on the podcast, no, by don't. the way. But, um, yeah, Goretzka, very, very handy midfielder. Scored to make it 2-1 and another one, Serge Gnabry, made it 3-1 just before half-time. So you've got two goals within a couple of minutes of one another. Right, the floodgates open. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen, I think the second goal, it, it, it shocked him a little bit. I mean, the ball... Um, I just forget who played it, but it was a long straight pass straight over the top of the centre half. And Gnabry's one on one with a goalkeeper. And why the goalkeeper came that far out, I don't know. Hridecki like, had. He, he, he's like he's made his mind up to come and try and get clear the ball away, but he started in the wrong position. And when you've got someone like Serge Gnabry chasing the ball, he's always going to beat you to it. He came out and the ball was bouncing. Well, you've made the striker's mind up then, haven't you? Because all he has to do is lift it over the top of you into an empty net. Because Hradecki had committed himself. It was a good finish and I'm not taking anything away from Gnabry. But I do think that the goalkeeper made it far too easy for him. He made his mind up for him. Do you know what I mean? And when you, you're losing 3-1 at half-time to Bayern Munich, you've got an uphill... It's an uphill task, isn't it? Um, going into this... I mean... Uh, Leverkusen made three changes at half-time. They took off Emiri, Bellarabi and Leon Bailey and they brought on Kerim Demibai, Florian Wirtz and Vendel, the left-back. Can we just say that Kai Havertz wasn't even involved? In no, the there was um, Sven Bender and Kai Havertz that wasn't even involved in that game. Um, they were both sat together, well, obviously two metres apart, but they were sat in the stands watching the game together. Um, I'd be interested to get your thoughts on that. That surprised me, because I've not heard any injury talk. So, Dodgy, what's mate. going on? Dodgy. Because it's your big, one of your biggest games of the season. And a team that, let's be honest, is probably going to be chasing you in the summer. I don't think you will, mate. If I'm honest, I think you'll be at Chelsea next season. The amount of money they're going to be getting is ridiculous. Um, I I'm, I'm not so sure. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, it just baffled me a little bit, really, because I thought, well, why is your, why is your best player not playing? Yeah. If he's injured, fair enough. Unless he was suspended, but I didn't hear anything about it. Well, I didn't, to be so honest. Um, and I guess we'd have to do our own little... Research. Yeah, we'd it. have to do a bit of digging into that, but mm. I definitely didn't hear any injury talk. No, I didn't. So it's either a suspension or he's being left out for a reason. By Munich, making it 4-1... I mean, look, say what you want about Bayern Munich. What a cross from Thomas Muller. Straight onto Lewandowski's forehead. It was straight in his path. He didn't have to break stride. Bullet header into the onion bag to make it 4-1. Thoroughly deserved as well. Bayern could have been a cricket score. But, I mean, they played some unbelievable football, especially in the second half. 
Um, they did play very well, I must say. I'm quite happy for the young 17-year-old at Leverkusen, Florian Vert. Big things are expected of him, 17 years old. Although he didn't get helped because his first... One of his first actions was in a foot race with Davis. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think he can't. No, he's not winning that. So, I think that kind of gave him an indication of how the second half was going to go. Um, he did actually play pretty well, showed some good touches. At 17, you're always going to, unless you are genuinely a world class talent, you, it's hard. You're losing 4 1 at home to Bayern Munich. So, I guess the Petter Bosch just kind of thought, well, I may as well throw him on because what have we got to lose? Yeah. He actually scored and he took his goal very well. And, and I can see why people are looking at him, even at 17, because he, he's a talent. He looked very good. Um, he did struggle to get into the game at, in parts, but it's tough when you're playing against a full-back like Davis, isn't exactly. it? You, you, you're not going to beat him for pace. So you've got to think of other ways to try and beat him. Um, but as I say, he took his goal very well. The end score, Bayern Munich 4, Leverkusen 2. Um, yeah, good win for Bayern. Leverkusen, I didn't think they helped themselves at times, but nevertheless, it was a good win for Bayern. Well, let's move on to this next game. Yeah, moving on to the next one. <laughs> RB Leipzig 1, Paderborn 1. Biggest shock of the week. Well, I mean, if you picked out a game that you wouldn't expect a, a team to get a point from this weekend, it'd probably be Paderborn away at Leipzig. Yep. Actually, yeah, just... Totally unexpected, and I think it shows why Leipzig just aren't quite there at the moment. Um, Patrick Schick opening the scoring for Leipzig, a player that I do rate quite highly, actually. All left-footed, he's quite quick. Yeah, he's a good talent, Patrick Schick. Um, I think with it looking like Timo Werner is on the verge of joining Chelsea, I think he could play a big part for Leipzig next year. Um, Another one, Upamecano. Sent off. Two yellow cards again. Another yeah. one in the Bundesliga this weekend. Do you know what his second one was for? Back chatting to the referee. Well, he got his first yellow card in the 16th minute. And if you're getting sent off just before half-time, to me, that's a lack of discipline. To, uh, you know, I mean, Look, for as many talents as the guy has, and he's, he's got some big, big clubs in Europe chasing him, Barcelona and Arsenal being two of them, if you're getting two yellow cards in the first half, to me, that's a, that's a big, big lack of discipline there. And it shows as well. Um, I don't know. Just kind of give us your thoughts on that. But I think that's criminal. There's no need for it, mate. There's well, no there isn't, is it? You've got to kind of think your way through the game and not just... Well, I mean, you're 1-0 up. Why would you need to backchat the referee? I mean, for crying exactly. out loud, you, you didn't give a penalty away or anything. So why backchat with the referee? He's not going to change his mind, is he? Um, yeah, very surprising, really, through Pamacano. For as many talents as the guy has, I do think he lacks a bit of discipline sometimes. Um, the score 1-0 at the break for Leipzig. Um, both teams made some substitutions. Um, well, Badabon, 90 plus two minutes. Equaliser, Strodiak with an equaliser, 90 plus two minutes. I could not believe it. I couldn't either, mate. I couldn't believe it. I thought... Hoffenheim, to me, they're pretty much gone. Well, they've given themselves a glimmer of hope with that result. Who? Paderborn. You said Hoffenheim. Oh, sorry, Paderborn. <laughs> um, yeah, Paderborn, giving themselves a lifeline, really, although it is a small lifeline. A lifeline, nonetheless. Big, big point, but what a disappointing result for Leipzig. You've got a chance to keep pressure on Borussia Dortmund in second place, and you do that. It's mad to think they were top of the league December. 
Yeah. I think they've kind of... Look, the, the qualities are... Usually, nine times out of ten, the quality shows through with teams. Um, and I think that Leipzig have been guilty of not really adding as much as they could, I don't think. They could. I, they, they're about three or four players off winning the league, I think. They need a top-class centre-forward now, with it looking like Werner's, uh, Timo Werner's going to Chelsea. They need some quality now. They need to bring some quality in, because they've got a lot of money for Werner. And players' yeah. values have dropped because of the COVID-19 thing and because of contract situations. Big summer ahead for Leipzig, I think. That's if Nagelsmann stays. Well, we don't know. I'd love him to stay. I think it's a great project he's got there at Leipzig. Um, I think it'd be a shame for him to leave that, but you just do not know who's chasing you, do you? You don't know. (laughs) (coughs) No chance. Sorry, Uh, yeah, I was getting a cough out of the way. Um, End score, Leipzig 1, Paderborn 1. Leipzig stay in third, they go on to 59 points. Paderborn on 18th, propping up the table on 20 points. Look... They're 11 points away from safety. You'd say they're probably not going to do it, but at least they've given themselves a bit of hope, haven't they? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ugh. The, the, I guess the, the summary for that game, just disappointment. Not getting three points at home. Yeah, disappointing result. Um, moving on, the half-past five kick-off. Borussia Dortmund 1, Hertha Berlin 0. Do you want me to take control of this game, mate? Because you didn't watch any of it because you fell asleep. Well, no, you, you're incorrect there. I watched the first half and I fell asleep. Did you watch the goal? I didn't see the goal. <laughs> I, missed, I missed everything. The first half, I'll be honest, the first half was garbage. Yeah, it was garbage. The it first was half garbage. was absolutely awful. Yeah, and was. I fell asleep at half-time... Woke up to a message saying, oh, Emre Chan's bagged. I said, what? I didn't. I, honestly, when I woke up, I didn't know what day it was. And I was like, what? Who? Where? I d- didn't realise the game had been and gone. Yep. It was about quarter to eight when I woke up. I thought, oh, brilliant. Fantastic. So I missed the entire second half where all the action seemed to be. Take it away. It was really weird, to be honest, because at first, when I turned it on, because I turned it on, I turned it on the second half as well. I forgot the game was even on. And I turned it on and I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot the game's even on. And for some reason, it sounded like fans was in the in the ground. But I rung you, didn't I, asking you about it? And it wasn't. It was like a recording of the fans in like when they're not what they're normally doing. That so basically they're playing it over the tannoy system. Yeah. So the basically in 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 previous crowds, whenever they chose to do it, they've recorded the crowd. So they play it back over the tannoy system to give the players a bit of a feel like they've got fans in the stadium. That's basically good idea. That though, no, it is. I think it's brilliant, and I love it. Because there's non-stop chanting. I think, if I'm honest, I think there's only one team that, that... I think there's only one team in the Premier League that'll do that. And I think it's Anfield, because they'll want the fans... Well, they'll want the players to get behind... They'll want the fans to get behind the players. But um, that's another that's another topic. We'll get into the Premier League. Well, I, know, I know a club that's already tried that system out, don't we? <laughs> Man City. <laughs> they tried that without no. the COVID-19 yeah. outbreak. <laughs> no digs there. But, what um, a joke. Yeah, anyway. anyway. Um, touche. Oh, um, yeah. Good goal for mate, Chum. Oh, very was it? Goal. I didn't see yeah, it. Very good goal. He took it really well. He took it on his chest, plonked, plonked it onto his right foot and just literally curled it into the bottom right-hand corner. Great finish from him, Rachel. And to be honest, Dortmund, from then on, I think the, the next 20 minutes they did, they did kind of dominate Hertha Berlin. But Hertha Berlin were very dangerous going forward and especially at corners because Bayata was beating... Um, 
piss checks and the uh, headers and everything, mate. Mm. He was mad. Great player, great upcoming player. Yeah, I mean, Dedrick Boyata, he's one of them. He's been around a bit, you know. He's at City, wasn't he? Yeah, City, Celtic. Mm. Mm. He's, he's, it's a strange one, really, with Boyata, because he's not that old, but it feels like he's been around forever. Yeah. I mean, I remember him playing in the cup game at Scunthorpe years ago. Yeah, I do. When he was a young kid, and I'm thinking, how old is he? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'd be interested to see, actually. I mean, we can just double-check that now. I'm but sure he's like 28, I think. 29? God, I've, I thought he was still in his mid-20s. Mm. Um, I mean, if you look at the clubs that he's played for, he started at Man City in the Youth Academy, went to Bolton on loan, FC Twente, back to City again, although he didn't play a lot, going to Celtic for four seasons before joining Hertha. So he has been around a bit. Um... I actually think he's, a, he's he's prone to a mistake, and I think that's why Celtic fans wanted rid of him because he makes too many mistakes. Mm. He looks at he look. I heard one of the Celtic fans once say he looks like Bambi on ice, <laughs> and I thought watching him, yeah, it's a pretty good description actually. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, you're probably a better place to speak about it than I am, but Dortmund. I knew we did say though. To be fair, it wasn't going to be an easy game for Dortmund. Um, we knew that with the form that Berlin's been in, and it shows as well. Yeah. One um, 0 against a very well drilled side now. Witzel mate, outstanding in the middle. He's so good. He's so underrated, yeah. Sam. So him, underrated. Him and Brandt mate in that middle are just sensational. Well, I think Boss that, that midfield second half. When I think Dortmund look better when they've got Delaney and Witzel playing in the same team. Because well, I think Delaney was playing. I, I'm sure he started. I'm sure he did. Um, I just, oh, I, did, yeah. I personally think that they look a lot because they've got them two sitting central midfielders. It gives the players going forward more license to roam around, because when you've got players like Torgan Hazard, he can play on either wing. He's very good with both feet. You've got Sancho who needs no introduction really. <laughs> um, Haaland when he's on form them players given licence to roam around will look a lot better um, Guerrero Hakimi when they've got licence to get forward and get involved I'll tell you what going back to Sancho Sancho he had their right back on toast like the 80th minute he, he literally he I'm not joking he flipped flat the right back got it to got it to the got it to the byline Raboned it to Guerrero and Guerrero just lit, he smashed it but he just went past the boat I was like wow what are you even doing there uh, why are you even reboning it there well look we if you get a chance go and watch the highlights of it, it oh, he, 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 had the, he had their right back on toast well that was another one that I tried to watch the highlights and for some reason it wouldn't load properly and I don't know why I'm go- I will go back and look at them um, just because I love watching the football highlights really um, yeah it, Dortmund I think that that shows another side to Dortmund now. They'd have probably lost or drawn that game a few seasons mm. ago. But they are building a side now. They just need to kind of keep the team knitted together and kind of add on to what they've got. Um, but yeah, nevertheless, a good win for Dortmund. Yep, great. Um, moving on to Sunday's games. Werder Bremen 0, Wolfsburg 1. Wout Weghorst with the goal for Wolfsburg. Of one? Yeah. Um, another one I haven't seen the highlights for, although I it wouldn't surprise me being six foot six if it was a header. Probably was. Um, they do play to him quite a lot. Mm. We saw him in the Dortmund game, and they had two big centre forwards, Veghorst and Daniel Ginchek. Um, they do pl- kind of play this, although they can play good football. They do kind of they tend to revert to that a lot. It's like almost what Newcastle used to do with Andy Carroll, kind of go back to that. 
right, well, okay, if we're not winning, we're going to throw it in the mixer. We'll loft it in. Yeah, and let Carroll go attack it. And Vegos is exactly the same, although he has got some ability. I'm not going to... Uh, I won't play down his ability on that. Um, Wolfsburg with a big win to keep chasing the Europa League places, but Bremen, another disappointing result. Yeah. That's two on the bounce now where they needed to win, not lose, and they lost both of them. Shame to see Werder Bremen where they are. It really is. I mean, we're going about it every week, mate. Such a shame to see where they are. Well, it is. I mean, if they go down to... I mean, look, big clubs... Are, it's happened to big clubs recently. Hamburg, Stuttgart being two that have both gone down to Hanover. the second division. Hanover. and Yep, exactly as you say. Hanover, another one. There's three big clubs there, really, that... With a bit of guidance and some good leadership, they shouldn't be at that level. No. Really. I mean, look, I don't mean any disrespect at all, but when you've got teams like Dusseldorf, like Paderborn... Paderborn, Union Berlin... They're three teams there that... They're punching above the weight, aren't they, if if we're honest with ourselves. And and again, I must say, I don't mean any disrespect by that, but you're going off what I've seen growing up as a kid and what I got used to... Stuttgart was playing Man United in the Champions League yeah. not so long ago. It feels well, it feels like a lifetime. Wolfsburg in the Champions League not so Wolfsburg. long ago. Wolfsburg, uh, not Wolfsburg. No, uh, Yeah, there was, and so were Werder Bremen. Well, I remember uh, Johan Miku playing yeah. for Werder Bremen. Claudio Pizarro in his heyday. Özil. Yes, Sherlock. Yeah, exactly. Özil, another one. Um, Podolski. Yeah, just <laughs> there's t- there's names there that you can just I run think, off. I think Podolski might have been Cologne. I could mm, be wrong mm, with that, mm, but mm. Um, but nevertheless, the point still stands that they've had such a good record of bit of of young players. I mean, I think Miku was in the pop of his career really when he went to Bremen when they was in the Champions League. But I think it's it's so disappointing to see him down there, and it's really surprising as well because I just couldn't I couldn't quite fathom in my head how a club like that has managed to fall that drastically. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, Wolfsburg are a good side and they've got a really good setup going at Wolfsburg. They've got a good ground, good fan base. Werder Bremen, just, you must feel sick if you're one of their supporters to be down there. It's yeah. quite sad, really. It is, mate. Wolfsburg getting the win um, 1 0. So that's a big result for them when they're chasing the uh, Europa League places. Yeah, sorry, mate. Next the results. Well, before we start, I'm not selling my PlayStation on my TV. Yeah, yeah. Sam is breathing, <sighs> wiping the sweat away from his forehead as we speak. I don't want to talk about this game. Union Berlin one, Schalke Urfia one. Um, Andrik with the goal for Union Berlin and John Joe Kenny equalising just before the half hour mark. Can we just say before we do get into this? Yes. Schalke went one 0 down. Yes, they did. Um, are we surprised? No. No, not really. I knew they wouldn't score more than one goal. Union Berlin, I think you could count it as a good point, really, especially after how, how they've been playing recently, because yeah. they have been, well, to say they've been poor is a bit of an understatement. What a, what a big goal that is. What a big goal that is for Schalke. They needed that as well. <sighs> they needed it, but still And come win, from right? a right-back. And look, right, yeah, exactly. I'm not so, going to... Say not that gonna, again. From a right back. Exactly. Look, this is what I'm going to say, right? So just hear me out on this one. The fact that a right back scored and you've got people like Rahman and Bergstaller and 
you're not scoring goals and your right back scores, things can happen in football and I understand that. But that shows just how desperate they actually are. The fact that they're celebrating a right back scoring who very rarely gets on the score sheet. It's embarrassing. Desperate times, isn't it? Yeah. And exactly. I, I, I really... I really don't want to... We seem to do it every I'm, week. We honestly, see, mate, I'm sick of going on about Schalke. I really am sick about going... I'm sick of I talking don't think about we him. can help it, though. I know. They're, they're the problem is so poor, man. They, they are incredibly like, It's poor. like you keep saying, they are very lucky to have picked points up towards the start of the season. Because if they was where they aren't... If they was... If they'd had the points that they've got now... Oh, they'd be sinking, wouldn't they? They'd be right at the bottom of that. Oh shot. yeah, oh definitely. One hundred percent, no doubt about it. If anything, they are probably the poor. They are probably in the worst form in the league. Yeah, um, I was just before you turned up. I was actually listening to Football Daily's latest podcast, and it had John Joe Kenny on it, and he was talking about adapting to life in Germany, speaking the language and stuff. And he even addressed it himself, but not in so many words. He basically said, look, we've had an incredibly difficult period. I think that's a bit of a bloody understatement, don't you? <laughs> a bit of a difficult period. You've been the worst team in the Bundesliga, yeah. bar none. You I generally know? can't remember the last time I actually remember Schalke winning a game. Well, they have, that's one winning... Is that 11 or 12 games now? 12 now. Yeah, it'd be 12, won't it? One winning 12 games. Says it all, doesn't it? It's not good enough. Well, Wagner's got his back against the, back against the wall, hasn't he, really? Because... You'd think, well, if they don't get a result next weekend, he's got to go, surely. Yeah. I'm not advocating for a, a manager to lose his job, but you can't help but think that he will lose his job after that. Exactly. I Especially mean, against Union Berlin. Look, Union Berlin have been so poor recently. They got battered 4-0 in the derby. Yep. There was absolutely shocking at parts in the last few weeks. And I think they're another team, though. They can count themselves lucky that they did well in the first half of the exactly. season. Because they have, since the lockdown period, and since we've come out, he has... Yeah, I think Wagner, he's got some big, big... Pla- he's got a big job on his hands to turn yeah. that ship around because yeah. they are sinking. Um, um, let's get off this game anyway. Yeah. Let's get to the Moving last on one, to mate. the next game, and this is where I pick my point up yeah, for it was. the weekend. It was. FC Augsburg 1, FC Cologne 1. You said 1-1, one, one. I said 2-1. I was so gutted when, I, when uh, Cologne scored the second one. Well... Niederlechner actually missed a penalty in the first half for Augsburg so that was my kind of light shining through the clouds for me because if Augsburg score they're probably going to win the game 2-1 so with that being said I'm kind of glad they missed the penalty Um, the scoring wasn't actually opened until the 85th minute through Anthony Modeste for Cologne Um, just a quick one on Modeste. Did you see him a couple of years back playing for Cologne? He was the only one up there challenging Lewandowski on the score sheet. Jesus. Another one that went to China. Uh, and Yeah, exactly. And another one that's come back again. Um, Modeste, very handy player. Very handy. And Cologne did really well that year because of him. Pretty much single-handedly because of his goals. Um, Modeste opening the scoring in the 85th minute and three minutes later... Max equalising for Augsburg. Um, in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> the game didn't seem to mean a great deal with both teams sitting one, one uh, Cologne sitting in 12th place and Augsburg sitting in 13th. Three points between them, Augsburg sitting four points above the drop zone. I would say though that they're one of the teams that are safe because they're playing well enough and grinding out results to get points 
It's not like a Mainz who are really struggling, although they did get a good win. And uh, Dusseldorf, they're not one of them teams. They are quite strong, Augsburg, and especially at home. Um, quite a good result for both, really, on reflection. Yeah. And it was a good result each, for man. me. Yeah. Um, um, I think there wasn't any games Monday, was there? <coughs> Excuse me. Huh? Well, I don't know where that sneeze come from. No, that was um, it. Yeah, no games. So that was the last game of the weekend. So, if you want to run through the uh, table, mate. Yeah, we'll, we'll just quiz. we'll just quickly run through the table for our listeners. So, in first place, we have Bayern Munich on 70 points. In second place, Borussia Dortmund on 63 points. In third place, we have RB Leipzig on 59 points. In fourth, we have München Gladbach on 56 points. In fifth, we have Leverkusen on 56 points. In six, Wolfsburg on 45 points. Seven, we have Hoffenheim on 43. In eighth place, we have Freiburg on 41. In ninth place, we have Hertha Berlin on 38 points. In tenth, we have Schalke Urfia on 38 points. In eleventh, Eintracht Frankfurt on 35 points. In twelfth, we have FC Cologne on 35 points. In 13th, we have Augsburg on 32. In 14th, we also have Union Berlin on 32. In 15th, we have Mainz on 31. In 16th, we have Dusseldorf on 28. We have Bremen in 17th on 25 points. And again, propping up the table in 18th place, Paderborn, 20 points. There you go. That's the table. That's the table. Hopefully we can... uh... Get some changes in that league soon. Yes. First place would be nice. It's not going to yeah. happen, but first place would be nice. Hopefully next weekend we can uh, get some predictions in for the Premier League. Because believe it or not, yes. the Premier League's back next week. We are back. We are back. We are back. Um, the way we're going to go with the podcast, we are going to try and get to do, once the Premier League has started again, we're going to get to do, um, we're going to kind of do two separate ones, aren't we? Yeah. We're going to do a European podcast and we're also going to do one that's based just around the Premier League. I think that's best really, gives the listeners a lot of content. We've got so much to talk about, especially with the Premier League starting again. I think in the Premier League, we've got a lot more, we know a lot more about the Premier League as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. I'd like to think that I know a fair bit about the Bundesliga because I try and get to watch it. Yeah. But it's going to be difficult when the Premier League starts back up again to watch all the German Bundesliga football exactly. because the Premier League is going to be such a big it's such a big schedule in such yeah. a short space of time. I think that's what we need to talk about, and we need to talk about what we want to talk about because I think Premier League is more attractive than what the Bundesliga is. But um, that, that's that's that can be the listeners' points of views. You know yeah, I, mean? I guess. I mean, look, mate. I'm not going to. I will. I will. I will be honest. I don't necessarily share that kind of opinion. Um, just the reason being that. When we started these podcasts, we wanted to try and give the listeners as much content as we could. Um, and I think the more we give the people that are listening, the better. And yeah. I think if we can manage to do a Premier League one and a European one, well, we will do it anyway. There's no there's no two ways about it. We will do it. Um, I think it just gives people... It's, it's so that we, give, we get more chance to speak about the things that are actually important, like reviewing the weekend results like giving them the league table so they've got a week-to-week update. And the same with the Premier League. Although, yeah. to be fair, the Premier League is going to be mental because there's that many games oh. in such a... 
I can't it's, wait. It's like, it's like, you know they say food porn? Yeah. It's like football oh, porn, isn't it? I can't wait. <laughs> anyway, let's get on to the part of the podcast which I have been waiting for. It is the podcast quiz. Yes, the podcast quiz. I am not looking forward to this So, what we do is, guys, we'll have ten questions. Um, I'll read the questions out, and at the end of the questions, we'll go through the answers. Make sure you leave your answers in the comment sections below. I know Jamie Morgan has been, and I know Adam Olive has been as well, so that's yep. good to hear, boys. Mm, very good to hear the participation. Ah, it is. Are we ready? I am ready. Okay, so question one is, mm-hmm. what... Chinese team does Rafa Benitez manage? Oh wow, I saw this as well. Oh. I want the full name as well, please. Yeah, I think I've got it. This is the team that he was, that I know that he went to, so I'm going with that. Yeah, question two. Yep. Who are currently bottom of the championship? Oh, wow. So who is currently bottom of the championship as it stands right now? Oh, Jesus. Told you, mate. I ain't making these questions easy. You want to get me? It's been such a long time as well. I can't even... It has. I love this. I love it. You're getting done over on the next one. He's been such a long time, I can't even remember who's in the bottom three. Well, come back to it if you want. You're going to have to come back to it, mate, because I yeah. can't think. Well, I don't think you'll know this one. Who is Mercedes F1 boss? Who is the boss of the whole of the F1 Mercedes team? I'm just going. I'm putting a random answer down because it's the only one that I've ever heard of. Sorry, it was a boss of. So right, this one. This is right. I'll have to try and peek this quite. You know, right. Let me get into it. What did Ben Stokes score in last year's Ashes by one point? Now, if anyone listens to it, Ben Stokes was on fire. The one Test series he played, he was sensational. He got past the hundred mark. I want to know what he got. I want to know what the I want to know the so exact what final score. What he but what he got in the end. So obviously, he carried on playing. And if the guys if the guys don't know it, Ben St- it was when they played Australia. I think it was his second day, I believe, and Ben Stokes was on fire that day. I listened to this on Talksport as well. I want the points that he got that he ended up with. that they ended up with because they won by one point. I want to know the point that I know got. exactly what you're talking about as well. Do you know the one I'm on, you know on about? I, I listened to it on TalkSport. The second test, wasn't it? Uh, yes, I believe it was. I think, think it was at Headingley, I believe. I might be wrong. Jamie Morgan might know Is this. there any difference in the answer I'm allowed here? As in? I don't know. Just say for an example, if he got 190 runs and I say 190. To the nearest five, I'll give you. Right, okay. I'll give it to nearest five as well, and on the guys that are listening as well. It's just a guess. This one, but it's fine, it's I, fine. I have heard it before, but it's just a guess. To be really? Honest. Yeah. How much did Chelsea pay for Frank Lampard from West Ham? And I want the exact amount. 
I'll give you the, I'll give you the exact amount, but I want the, the I'll give you the nearest ten if you know what I mean. So if it's like ten point nine five, I'll give you it to the nearest point somehow. Another guess. Ready? Yeah. How many European trophies have Real Madrid won? So Champions League trophies, how many have they won? I remember when they won La Decima, which was 10. So how many Champions League trophies have Real Madrid won? And you get like a little badge on your shirt when you've got more than five, so, so that's how, a bit of a So hint. how many Champions League? How many Champions Leagues have they won? Right, okay. Right, the class is European. It's, it's class is European, but I'm just trying Champions to remember League. when they won La Decima, because I remember them winning it, which means you've won ten European cups. But I'm trying to think when that was because they won a few after that. Right. Yeah. Okay. This next one's a two-part question. So, do you know when you did with me and Derby in Newcastle? This is the exact same as that, so you only get the point if you get both of them. Right, okay. Who scored the quickest hat-trick in the Premier League and what player was it? Uh, sorry, who scored the quickest Premier League hat-trick in the Premier League and what was the time? So yeah, I want the player and I want the time. Mm-hmm. I saw this not so long ago as well. I want both answers. Because you played me like a little fiddle, so I'm going to play you like a little fiddle now. Didn't give me half a point. Yeah, I'm getting done over. <laughs> you are going to get absolutely more. Hey, I've told you, mate. You wanted to make that. You wanted to make them questions hard for me, mate. We'll go back to yours. You was, asking, you was asking me how difficult as these are. You what? How big? How far off the ground is a basketball hoop? I don't anybody fucking, could have heard that. Song. I've never Any, fucking heard of it. Anybody could hear that. Never. Anybody. Um. Just a guess, to be honest. Yeah. If I give you the team, you'll know it exactly. Uh, question eight. Which player has played 655, uh, 653 games in the Premier League? Which player? Which player? Is he still playing? I'm going to say yes, but I don't think he is. I think he's playing in the lower league to the Premier League now. I'll, when when we've gone through the questions, I'll run it with you. But I'm guaranteed he's gone back to this club. No idea. I'll probably kick myself as soon as I know it, but yeah, go on. Next one. Next I'm one. Just have to leave that blank. Cause That's fine, we'll go back to it if you want. Uh, what is Walsall FC's ground called? Walsall FC? Yeah, who's in league... One, I believe. It was in League Two, I think. Yeah. And the last question, you should get this because it's been in the news lately. Uh, what is Birmingham City's manager called? Well, was. Well, was. <laughs> oh, I no. Know, I know all right, all right. He still is, but not at the end of the season, he's not. I know that, I know that. 
Um, so what questions did we miss out, mate? Number two. Uh, who are bottom? Who are currently bottom of the championship? Just put a random guess. You'll probably kick yourself when you know it. I've lost it. My head's gone now, mate. I've lost interest because <laughs> I, 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 I literally I've got one answer. Right? Really? Yeah. Well, no, two. I think I'm sure I've got two right, but. Um so. and question eight you missed out on didn't you? It's probably a random question. I'm sure he's in the. I'm I'm sure he's in the championship now. I know he left this club and I'm sure he's gone back to him. I might be wrong. But we'll go over it in a minute. Leave it blank if you want. I'm sure you. I'm sure he's gone back to this club. No, nah, I've I've messed up here because I'm doing it on my notes and I've deleted something. So I deleted. The Birmingham one was question number ten. Once yes. It's messed up now because it's saying it's question number nine. And I don't know which one's which. Right. So you missed you, the only game. You, the only one you missed out was the. Birmingham one, wasn't it? What was question number nine? What is Walter FC's ground called? Right, I tell you what, let's run through the questions and then we'll just go from that, alright? So question one, what club or what Chinese club does Rafa Benitez yeah, manage? Yeah, I've got the answer for that one. Which is? Dalian Yifan FC. I will give you, it's Dalian FC professional, I will give you that. If you look at on the tables, it is Dalian. Yeah, in the on the actual page, it's called Dalian Professionals. But I will argue you that. Um, Question two: Who are currently bottom of the championship? No idea. Barnsley. Honestly, mate, my mind's gone blank. I couldn't even think of any teams, and that's how much my brain is my brain's blank because I just couldn't think at all. Um, I know I've got this one wrong, but I just put a name of a owner that I used to know. Who is Mercedes F1 boss? I know it's not, but I'll say Bernie Eccleston. Toto Wolf. I knew it wasn't because he's the only F1 owner that I could think of because he used to own QPR. He did. That's it. He did. Uh, question four. What did Ben Stokes score in last year's Ashes by one point? You said? 160. 135. I can't give you that, mate, unfortunately. Right. Uh Question five. How much did Chelsea pay for Frank Lampard from West Ham? A long time ago. I said 15.2 million. 7.84 million. I know it won't much, but just having a guess. Question six. How many European trophies have Real Madrid won? European, I said 12. It's 13. Fuck it. That's pissed me off because I remember when they won La Decima... And I was trying to think how many Champions Leagues they've won since then. Well, the one. And I've just... <laughs> I've just realised the ones that I've left out in my head and it was the one when they played Juventus at Cardiff. Exactly. The only ones I could think of was when they beat Madrid again. Yep. And when they beat Liverpool. Yep. That was the only... And I've just... And I forgot Juventus. the one that... I thought you'd, To be honest, I thought you'd have got that. I did. I generally thought you'd have got that. Um, Two-part question then. Who scored the quickest hat-trick in the Premier League and what was the time? I, I, this was a guess again. Aguero. I'll tell you what, I'll, gi- I'll, gi- I'll give you the team. Aguero, nine minutes. Sadio Mane, three minutes against Aston Villa. I knew it was wrong anyway, so I just said it. Uh, which player has played 653 games in the Premier League? Right. He plays for West Brom, or he used to play for West Brom. Then he left, and then he went back. I'll give you, I'll give you that. That's the only clue I'm giving you. I'm I'm sure he's I'm sure he's gone back to him now. I'm I am thousands. This is a stab in the dark. Is it Gareth Barrett? It is. Oh my God! How the hell did I pull that one out? It is. 
Is it actually Gareth yeah, Barry? Yeah, it's Gareth Barry. It just I said a name off the top of my head that yeah, I could... Gareth Barry. What the hell? Because I because he left last he left him last season, but they brought him back in. They yeah, did. Didn't they get rid of him because yes. of that taxi yes. incident? Yeah. Well, I didn't expect to get that one right. Yes. I'll be honest. Gareth Barry. Well. Uh, question nine: What is Walsall FC's ground called? Bescott Stadium. It was. It was. It's now called Bank Stadium. Banks. I'm sure you've got this one. <laughs> Everyone should get pep, this one. Pep Clotet. Yeah. The question, t- the question 10 was, what is Birmingham City's manager called? What did you say? Pep, pep Clotet. Clotet. Yep. Three out of ten. It's not bad. <laughs> I'm quite surprised you didn't get that one at the start, actually. I'm glad you didn't get that uh, Real Madrid one, because I generally thought you'd have got that. Well, I've remembered every Champions League win, apart from the one that actually mattered, that would have made it 13. Mm. Because, and I remember they beat Atletico at the San Siro to win it again after they'd beat them the first time. Yeah. And then they they played Juventus at the Millennium, well, at the Principality yep. in Cardiff. And they played Liverpool. And then they beat Liverpool in Kiev. And the Juventus one was the only one that I didn't remember. That's why I said 12. Mad. Which Mad. bit annoying, but... So, Reese got three out of ten. Let's uh, get your scores in in the comment section down below. Hopefully, you guys got more than Reese. Mm, Hopefully. Not, not hard. <laughs> You're getting done over on the next quiz. Oh, I look forward to it. I look yep. forward to it. Oh, you are. So, yeah, guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed this podcast. Um, yeah, currently... Can, we have... Yeah, can we just get into very quickly? Yeah, very, very quickly. Um, I guess we wanted to just kind of... We wanted to speak and give our support, really, to Black Lives Matter. It's something that does actually mean an awful lot to me. Um, and it did upset me when I saw the events unfold of what's been going on. It, do, it did upset, upset me quite a lot um, to think that the planet is going that way. Th- these issues, guys, have existed for as long as time existed. And, you know, we don't show any preference on this podcast we have no racism involved there is we will not allow it it's not welcome on our podcast and it's not welcome among our group of friends either because pretty much everybody we know is of the same mindset we do not accept it whatsoever and it will not be accepted i personally have been brought up to treat everyone as they treat you and the majority of the people that i know from an ethnic certain ethnic community or whether the white Caucasian male, it doesn't matter. If you treat me good, I'll treat you the same. And that's the way I've run through my whole life, and it's the way that I will continue to run until the day that I go. Um, I'd like you to say a little bit as well, Sam, because it's something that is I feel quite strongly about. It has no place in our society. It definitely shouldn't. Nah, racism is just it's disrespectful. It's not, well, it's not even disrespectful, it's just bang out of order. Shameful. Yeah. So Shameful that, that it still exists in our society. It's like I say, mate, you've got one race and it's a human race. I'll say it to Exactly. I uh, couldn't really sum it up better myself. One race and it's the human race. Um, we want to kind of end on that message to show our support for these people that are fighting for equal rights between people um, and to show that black lives do matter. Of course yeah. they do. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we want to end on that message. Racism has no place with us. Exactly. Yeah, so guys, if you guys enjoyed this podcast, please leave a like, get it shared all over um, every platform, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere, Instagram. Get it shared everywhere. Leave your comments down below for your score predictions, um, or your, your, your uh, quiz 
Quiz answers. That's the one. I can't get my answers out. So, yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this. Please leave a like, subscribe if you're new. And uh, that's it from me and Reese. Yeah. Thank you very much. Alveda saying.